and welcome to Sports Movie Minute Podcast Space Jam Edition. A podcast where we talk about the movie Space Jam <laughs> minute by minute. We are your hosts, Chris and Kayla. And that was Kayla. Making fun of Christopher, as per usual. Remember, remember when I um, didn't quite nail the intro all those minutes ago? Many, many minutes. What a day. <coughs> Bless you. Cut that sneeze out. <laughs> On demand. Can't be sounding like a fool. Wait, um, Dad, how, you think sneezing makes you sound like a fool? Yes. One of our guests, Mark, you would have heard him a few minutes ago. He never sneezes, and you know that, not in public at least. We've only seen, we've heard him sneeze one time in oh, five shocking. years. Four yeah, years I, we didn't know whether he was dying. Do we need to take you to the hospital? I assumed he was dying, frankly. He used to have a lot of eye issues. Yeah, they all red eye all the time. Yeah, but we never saw, we only saw that once. Again, one day in four years where he looked, you know, not completely flawless with that hair and yeah. like the collars. Oh, for days. He did have a lot of bad luck with appliances and stuff though. Like there was uh, every like second Monday, one of his appliances would break down. Then one day his garage door broke down so he couldn't get to work. It was, a, no, sorry, it was his front gate. It was like, I never met anyone with such bad luck. Didn't we talk about this during Mark's Minutes? Possibly. Probably. Leave poor man alone. He's not even here to defend himself. I'm off. We need to focus because it's minute 28 and it begins with a spiky green back and it ends with the appearance of Bill Murray. Wow. We've been waiting. We have been waiting. And full disclosure for everyone who's listening, we are not going to talk about Bill Murray in this minute. Our next guest specifically requested the Bill Murray minutes. Don't stop listening now, though. This minute will just be mm. just be- as scintillating as what the Bill Murray minutes will be. Well, you know, probably not. Let's let's be very honest. Bill Murray minutes are always going to be some of the best. This is true. The Bill Murray minutes and the Stan minutes, flawless. Like, that's, they're always going to be amazing. Um, but, you know, we do need a full disclosure because everyone gets really excited. Bill Murray comes on. He asks the ball, are you my friend or are you my enemy? It's amazing. We get the first shot of the umbrella hat. We do. Amazing. Also amazing, absolutely, but we're not going to talk about that in this minute. As tempting as it is, as it is, we will hold off. Yeah, we will. We will. Wait for our next guest. He's going to bring some wild color to the Bill Murray minutes. What would you like to talk about for this minute? No, no, no. Don't do that. You start. I always start. (laughs) She always starts. Um, My first observation is where the hell did the moon come from? It was just daytime. Correct. I'm with you. Yes, I get it. A storm comes over. Storms can appear you know, very quickly. We live in a subtropical climate here in Sydney. I'm very used to storms popping out from nowhere. Fine. Yep, the whole thing. And then we go to the uh, point of view shot uh, from the uh, Looting Tunes guys looking up on the Monstars. It's very technical of you. <laughs> get a bit of film back in the day. Oh. Yeah. We'll leave that for another day. That's uh, definitely another day. And yeah, all of a sudden in the background is this massive big moon. I was like, it was daytime, literally 30 mm. seconds ago. Mm. What the F? What the F? Well yeah, what the <laughs> F today? I don't I don't know, dearest. It's I'm with you. I was I was just as appalled about it. As, as you are, and I think what's even more upsetting is that towards the end of the minute, 
It's nighttime. Yes. Yes, yes. We're assuming it's nighttime because the moon's suddenly appeared. Yeah. What other time could it be if the moon is? Uh, you can occasionally see the moon during daytime. With a black sky? No, with a black sky, though. With a blue sky. Well, yeah. Okay, yes, yeah, sure. And, and then as the monsters storm off, the hotel behind him crumbles. I did notice that. Mm. After the neon sight on the on the top of the yeah, roof yeah, falls yeah. off, and then yeah. which looks shockingly like the hotel just near my apartment where we're recording tonight. Um, we won't say what it is because we're like the ABC. We don't incorporate <laughs> uh, brand names into our podcasts unless they're willing to give us a bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. So. But yeah, if you're a big hotel chain, give us a call. And you're near to my house, you know who you are. <laughs> you don't, obviously, but you know. Um, anyway, so what I'm saying is it's nighttime and the hotel crumbles. There are people in that hotel. Well, the lights were on. Were they not? In the hotel. Oh, I didn't see them. I think they were, <gasps> which means there definitely is people in there. Oh, my God. Did Looney Tunes, did Warner Brothers just illustrate a massacre? Pretty much. Wow, it's... Very controversial for Looney Tunes. Oh, my Lord. Well, it's quite, yeah. R.I.P. But, but here's my, my question. is Who's staying in, 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 in ho- this hotel? Ooh. Remember, so we talked about, like, maps for, for the Looney Tune. Oh, yes, yep. Uh, yep. Area, if you will. World. Yeah, the Looney Tune world. Lands, yep. Yeah. Uh, no, it is. It's Looney Tune Land. Hmm. That's what, yeah, you're right. Um, but who else is there? Uh, I don't have a good answer. <laughs> People like the Nerd Lux, obviously, who are coming to visit. So did the Monstars just destroy their own hotel? Well, but that, that kind of happens at the very end of the minute. So I want to come back to the beginning of the minute for, for a second. So we start the minute with finalizing Bang's transformation into Patrick Ewing. Yes. With kind of this Jurassic Park-esque eye shot. It was kind of dinosaur-esque, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. I, qu- I really appreciate it, especially with all the spikes going up his back. Oh, yeah, the spikes as well, yeah. Yeah, he pre- he's pretty much a dinosaur, is what they, they've illustrated. He's a, what what are they called? Uh, uh, a triceratops. And, or a T-Rex. No. Raptor. No, that has wings. Raptors have wings? No, they jump. They bounce. They don't fly. What am I thinking of? I don't know. What are you thinking of? <laughs> Let's get our dinosaur book out again. I'm um, going to have to get the dinosaur book out. But um, anyway, I, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Um, and now I've lost my train of thought. I Google Raptors. Obviously, the only thing that comes up is the basketball team. Shout out to the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Hey, you can't what you do. Toronto. Um, yeah, so okay, so we get that. I think it's pretty cool. But I really don't like that you can't see the, uh, the transformations from uh, Johnson and Muggsy Bogues. You would have seen them because they just kind of appear. I feel like the Muggsy Bogues one would have been particularly interesting. Mm, I think, yeah, I think that would have been that would have been cool. By the way, there is a bird called a raptor. That's why I'm thinking of it. You're thinking, are you oh, an actual bird. An actual bird. Or like a bird? fake diamond. <laughs> that's an awkward pause. Uh, <laughs> Did you just call dinosaurs fake? Uh, not all of them. 
Well, no, I think there's enough archaeological evidence to suggest dinosaurs were probably real. <laughs> and plus we have lizards. Like, lizards are descendants of dinosaurs, are they not? <laughs> and she's gone. Did you just say there's enough evidence to suggest dinosaurs were probably real? I did. That's what, I think that's what I said. I think so too. I, I feel like you, is, there an issue, is there an issue with that statement? Yeah. You know that Jurassic Park was not a real movie. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not a documentary. But that dinosaurs are 100% real. There are no arguments. Surely there's like 1% there's doubt in there somewhere. Well, just because they dug up some bones somewhere. Uh, yeah, DNA testing, actually. Margaret and David. Uh, you two have a conversation. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. That's all I'm gonna say about about that. Um, I, <laughs> I think I'm just yanking your chain here. I think we can be both in agreement that dinosaurs are real. <laughs> you are. I'm. I'm honestly so offended right now because you're being so full of shit. Now that I've called you out on a podcast and brought your parents into it, now you're like, oh. JK LOL. No. No. No, no, no. You thought they were fake. I cannot believe those words came out of your mouth. And then you carried on with it. I said they were probably real. You're right. There is some doubt in that statement. Oh, oh, a raptor is a real bird, not a fake dinosaur. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. It's not looking good, is it? Um, you know, this if is we're in a court, if we're in a, if we're in a court of law right now, I would be backing myself into a corner. <laughs> oh my god, I hope that you are never accused of a crime. You would, you'd be convicted so fast, whether or not you did it. Then rename the uh, phrase "digging your own grave" after me. <laughs> I'd call it a cranking. <laughs> they call it crank. They call it cranking. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Oh my god! Okay. Wow. All of that just about an eye. Wow. I thought this. I thought this minute was going to be quite brief. Well, and um, dinosaurs came into the mix. Woo. Okay, so you know, what do you, do you think is a shout out to Jurassic Park? You love shout outs. Well, I think so. Jurassic Park, you know, came out in '93. Obviously, probably still quite popular. Yeah, in the Jurassic 90s. World. It's like, yeah. Mm. Shout out to, to Spielberg and Jurassic okay. Park. Okay. I did it with it. Regrouping. Regroup. Regrouping. Okay. Yeah. So, the first thing, I found this in the trivia, the Lone Star, or the, sorry, the Nerd Lux trivia. Their uniforms appear out of nowhere. And they're sort of their shoes. They were naked. And when they go through the transformation, yeah. the, the uniforms yeah. suddenly pop up. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, again, I don't want to spoil this for, for whatever, but later on when they come back, they keep their uniforms. We know there's no issue with nudity as well after the uh, minute 26. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And um, 
It's like, have you seen, have you seen the X Men movies, the the prequels? I have not. Oh, okay. But so, but you know, Raven, right? Mystique, the blue lady. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So when she transforms, she can also transform her clothes. Ah. And there was a big kind of uh, to do about this when the movie came out because she transformed and she was wearing like this big coat. And then at some point during the scene, she takes the coat off and she like throws it over. Yeah. And then when she transforms into something, she transforms back to her blue self. The coat remains. Ah. And everybody was like, well, how does, how is that possible? And I, th- I have the same feelings about the nerd luck. If the Ooh. uniforms came from the ball, why do they not go back to the ball? We can debate this when they turn back. Ah, but I just yeah. wanted to call it out. That's very interesting. I like that. Mm. Mm. Um, the other thing, this is the first time that they use the term monsters. We've been using it quite cavalierly throughout this minute. Yeah. The first time it, yeah, it gets uh, thrown, out, thrown out there. Mm. And yet we've been referring to it right up until now. And I think what I wanted to, what I liked was that little uh, interaction that they have with like Sly and the cat and them all. And one of the guys says something and then the next one says they're monsters. No, no, like, they're yes, like, they're I know they're monsters. It feels like that's exactly what happened at Warner Brothers when they were coming up with in the, the right in the writers' room, it's, it's called the monsters. Ah, no, it's boring. The monsters, yeah, Bingo. exactly. That's how it. That's how it sounds. That's how it reads. To and me. they started popping bottles. Oh, but like, don't you love when you? We talked about this last time with the puns. Like, you know, when you get a really good pun, yeah, or like a really good name for something. Oh, I wouldn't like, know that feeling. Well, but even when you come up with a really good like trivia team name. Oh right. yeah, like yeah. trivia Newton John. You're very heavy on the puns usually. I'm, I never come up with them. No, neither do I. Yeah, exactly. But they like the the good ones. Mm. I just did better comments. Uh, are usually heavy on the pun. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Okay. Now, before I get to my like, yeah, mind blowing fact. You taste it. I yeah. did. Well, no, no, I didn't. Well, maybe you taste it to me before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, not not on the line. Um, do you have anything else that you'd like to discuss about this minute? <clears throat> uh, we're obviously going to talk about it the uh, next couple of minutes, but the golf course, which we finish at, so mm. Birmingham Pines. So apparently, according to all those people out there on the internet. Well, you better tell our next guest that you've done this to him. Lake Arrowhead Golf Course is where they actually film these minutes. I'm not going to get into detail. Okay, well, if that's all you had for this minute, do you want to know my bombshell or what I've just discovered? I don't yes. think we've spoken about this yet. Yes. Have we talked about how some of the nerdlucks are voiced by women? Really? Yeah. How have we not spoken? How have we not discovered this? Until I don't now? know how we haven't discovered this. So, Pound is voiced by Jocelyn Blue. And so, okay, so they each have kind of two two voices. They've got one for when they're tiny. And, then and one, one, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, these are the tiny ones. Jocelyn Blue uh, is Pound. June Melby is Bang. 
Catherine Reitman is Buckus. Colin, yeah, Buckus. Colleen Wainwright is not. And Georgie Kaufman is Blanco. And they all have men for um, when they're when they've transformed. But even like so for for the for really tiny um, not so the tiny red one, I can see him being voiced by a woman. Because the voice is quite high-pitched, and I don't think men in general can get their voices that high, naturally. Um, maybe, like, boys, but probably, probably not men. Um, so I can see some of them being voiced by women, but some of them I can't. Like, the gangly blue nerd look, so Blanco, he's quite, his voice is quite deep. Deep, yeah. Even Pound's voice, the orange one, his voice is quite deep. Like, even when they're tiny. How did you even discover that? Looked at the cast. Yeah. Surely we would have done that before. <laughs> but I don't know how we missed it. So in this minute is when they go from the women voicings to uh, moving to the men voicing, which I think is outrageous. So Jocelyn, June, Catherine, Colleen, and Georgie, you've done great. We'll see you back at the end of the movie. Good day. That's madness. That is absolute madness, I reckon. And, uh... Voices one character. Well, depends because uh, it happens in the Lion King, right? Mm. There's Baby Simba, with okay, Thomas, okay. and then grown yeah. up Simba. Cartoons, I guess, is probably. Simba. And what? <laughs> so you mean exactly the same? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. My friend, we can tell that you're very sick. I think we need to wrap this up because you're obviously falling apart. You just said that dinosaurs aren't real, and that it's more likely that voice characters change in cartoons than in real life. My brain has been infected. It's obvious, and I need you to get out of here before you you infect me because you've already given me your sneezes. What? <laughs> you gave me your sneezes. I I was fine. I had totally cleared up. You yeah. brought him back. <laughs> Wrap this up. Well, we're at that time. We are. Quite time. Let's go with a Dwayne Wade quote today. Ooh, appropriate final season. Short, simple, sharp. I grew up in Chicago and I understand what Michael Jordan symbolizes.